RX Radio. And I'm back, ladies and gentlemen, from that short break. Oh, the smoke was good, by the way. Oh, my goodness. I should do this more often. Not the radio, the smoking, but probably also the radio. If you want this show to air more, please say it, because, you know, it's nice to get feedback, even if it's anger. In fact, sometimes I prefer anger because it means you listened and genuinely got hurt. It's important to me. Not hurting you, but the feedback. I'm Daniel Omara. It's here, me out. Welcome back to the show. And today, we're talking all things feminism. And uh, radical feminism, to be precise. And the craziness on social media and all this madness going around and the advocation for the extermination of men, for the women's liberation to succeed. And I think I've said my part in regards to the language used with men and why it doesn't get positive results at all and why I feel it may need to change if this movement is to be successful for both of us. Now I'd like to address something interesting. One of the things that was talked about in the Twitter space regarding uh, radical feminism, actually the feminists were asking, why do we keep calling them out on social media? Like when something bad happens to a guy, right? Like a guy gets sexually harassed or a chick posts something controversial. Why do we call out feminists? Now, where's this coming from? Colin Zemeka, radio personality, you know, comedian, MC and all-round romantic Muchiga. I don't even know if such a thing exists. I think it's a good name because it's an oxymoron, but let me not dwell on that too much. Colin Zemeka posted a tweet from a lady, if I can call her that, who said, I'd like to take three Viagra pills, put them in a guy's beer, and see what happens. And he tweeted this and said, where are the feminists? Like, why are you all quiet? And the radical feminists came in and bashed him, you know, why are you calling us out? This is you know, the usual stuff. Why are you calling us out? This is none of our business. What is wrong with you? Handle your stuff. And I was like, um, okay, look. The reason you're called out on social media, radical feminists, you, I'm, I'm going to give you a very honest answer, is because you call everybody out, right? One thing will happen to a woman and suddenly it's all men's problem. Now, I understand the need for collective responsibility, but you're not going to blame that on every single person. Now, a woman gets sexually assaulted or something, or assaulted in general, something goes wrong, there's a whole flare, there's a hashtag, there's noise on Twitter, right? And you have male feminists supporting you in that regard. Then, a guy gets sexually harassed, and I'll give you a very good example. The I stand with Bobo hashtag, I followed that rather keenly about uh, two, three years ago. I think that's about the time when I stopped discussing feminism. I followed it keenly. And this guy was drugged, I think, if my memory serves me right. He was drugged by a female who then went on to have her way with him while he was blazed, for lack of a better word. And when it was posted on Twitter, the hashtag was created and people asked the feminists, where are you? This is the same stuff we are fighting to stop from happening to women. Why are you silent when it comes to a guy? And they're like, leave us out of it. I remember lots of tweets saying, this is a guy problem. When it's women assaulted, we handle our business. So you men should handle yours. And I remember the first thought going through my mind is, how would I feel about this if I were, if, 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 if I were like one of those hardcore male feminists? How would you feel knowing that you are on someone's side, but they're never going to, you know, return the favor? 
they will never counter support you they 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 they, they, they will never stand and speak for you but they expect you to speak for them that is a very one-sided relationship they legitimately did not want to be called out on the issue they're like yo guys handle your business and that is the point where i think i realized that this was a lost cause that's the point where i stopped talking about it until last saturday and today and i think this is probably going to be the last time i speak on the issue unless someone comes at me for it i've seen this happen many times on social media feminists walk away from issues when it's one of their own they legitimately go away from it yet they are the same people who will say men keep protecting rapists and all that and this is what we are trying to fight but you're doing the exact same thing so here's my confusion like there's an allegation against one of the most vocal feminists on 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 social media an allegation apparently she's sexually harassed a woman and this is the first time i heard feminists asking for evidence where's the proof the same people who supported Sheena Shankills when she was posting photos of guys or tweets from her DM about men who were supposed sexual predators no evidence was asked for it was her word against yours and they supported that but when it came to for example Godiva all of a sudden evidence was needed all of a sudden they were defending their own all of a sudden it didn't matter So these double standards this is why you get called out because people are now aware of the madness going on this is a very one-sided affair you want to attack but you can't take it as good as you give it so learn to deal with that i'm answering your question because this was asked a lot in the chat and these are the things that need to stop otherwise you're losing support at an alarming rate why do they call feminists angry lesbians um okay It's probably because the only people who would benefit from a world without men is lesbians. Legitimately. Like I mean if if you eliminated men, that means more women for the lesbians. It's it's, it's just the logical direction to go. It's it's what people think because they're like why why would you harbor this kind of okay, may, yes, maybe the hatred is is deserved, but my goodness, eradication. And we have to admit the radical feminist movement does have a significant amount of lesbians. Yeah. And we see it. We've 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 seen the anger. We have witnessed it firsthand. We have seen what's going on. So me all I'm saying is if you're not willing to talk, you're not willing to have a conversation. You're too angry to communicate effectively. And you think that your anger somehow justifies wrongdoing against other people. You may need to sit down and reevaluate who the villain of this story actually is you may need to analyze and come to terms with the fact that you're no better than the people you're fighting you may need to rethink your strategy you may have to consider that as you tell people to do better you yourself need to take some of that advice and use it i don't believe i'm an amazing person i i don't think i am a perfect being actually i do, I've, i've never sat and thought you know me mara daniel oh my perfect charm good looks and eloquent delivery in the english language i am perfect i can do no wrong i've never thought that i'm flawed i think we all are you need to look at yourself and also understand that yeah there there may be something wrong yes you may have been wronged and i'm not saying people are wrong for being angry but i'm saying 
the extremity that you're suggesting Mm-mm, no no please no please if we're talking about doing better that's a good place to start honestly these double standards have to end all this craziness has to go because nobody wants to side with something that is this for lack of a better word crazy this is madness and I saw how people went after Maggie Chigozi for her tweet about feminism where she said uh, feminism is not wearing short skirts or hating men or bashing men or being mean to your husband and I saw how they went after her and this now we are calling Maggie Chigozi privileged because she doesn't agree with what the radicalized version of feminism is yet I would think Maggie Chigozi would be your best bet at a proper win because with the achievements she has she has worked her way up the ladder legitimately this is one of the most highly respected women in the country raised what three four kids solo after her husband passed she took on the role she did her job Maggie Chigozi should be an icon of feminism if anyone I think is the definition of feminism it should be Maggie Chigozi based on the original definition well, we're going for equality and equality of opportunity and equal treatment of women, fair and just. That is the person. She put in work. She beat the odds. She stepped up. She's up there. Her achievements speak for themselves. So if you're going after someone like that, my message to you is, and this is something I said on Twitter, before you attack people like Maggie Chigozi over one opinion you may disagree with, I want you to consider and remember the wealth of knowledge she has, the gem that she is, and what you could learn from her. So before you disregard a library like Maggie Chigozi, that wealth of knowledge, before you disregard something like from, from her, you need to think about what you could actually learn from her. Let's make progress together. Let's be constructive. Let's find actual solutions. I'll be back after the break with a few more solutions to the problem. I'm Daniel O'Mara. It's Hear Me Out, RX Radio. RX Radio. Hear me out, hear me out. Hear me out, hear me out. And welcome back to the show, ladies and gentlemen. Hear Me Out with Daniel O'Mara. And today we are talking feminism. Sorry, radical feminism. Woo. Yeah, based on a Twitter space that was held on Saturday by a one Moogie, uh, a, a lot of things came back to me. I, I, I remembered why I, I am not interested in this topic at all, why I stopped listening, which is a sad thing because I really genuinely do care for women's issues, right? I want this thing resolved. I want a better quality or caliber of men. I want the world to be a better place. But... The approach we are taking, guys, honestly, you, you you cannot be advocating for the eradication of men. And it's the male feminists that genuinely freak me out the most. I'm not even mad at them. I am concerned for them. Because we had a lot of discussions on uh, on the issue, right, in the in the space. And we talked about, like I said, there, there's, there's all this encouragement of, you know, violence against men by fellow men who... Okay, the radical male feminists. And I, I was sitting there thinking to myself, if we're discussing the eradication of men and you're encouraging the violence against men and saying this, I remember someone saying, if it's what it takes for women to achieve liberation, then it should be allowed. 
that is the scariest thing I've heard because dude you do realize that includes you right it was made clear that they don't need allies and my question is what are you still doing there look we we ha- we have had this i'm short of words because honestly that I, i i i am baffled i am baffled so here's the thing you're advocating for violence against men but yet you're stopping it from happening to women you're advocating for violence to end violence by all measures of standards that's dumb that 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 is that is very dumb that really does not work at all i mean there's the fight fire with fire thing but let's be honest this is not going to end well because the violence against women is just going to escalate if we keep saying it's okay to legitimately hurt men and it's scary that it's men pushing for this i do not understand where you are coming from with this kind of mentality you, you do, do you not see that at some point this is going to backfire on you i get the feeling maybe your intentions are good right i want to believe that your intentions are good as male feminists radical male feminists because i don't think there's anything wrong with being a male feminist we're supposed to fight for equality we're supposed to fight for women's rights there's nothing wrong with being a male feminist but being so radical to the extent that you're advocating for the destruction of your own gender oh wow dude we we need to have this conversation yes and you can say oh i'm only looking out for the men and i'm forgetting what women have to go through yeah i am i'm looking out for the men i'm not forgetting what women have to go through i am just saying of course i'm going to protect myself you 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 expect me to stand and watch someone threaten violence and death on me and do nothing about it home girl you pull up on me with a knife i'm going to clap you it's that simple i am i am not going to pretend and say oh my goodness you know we probably deserve this no we don't because i asked a question and i'm like guys um why would you want something like this okay like if you're saying okay men deserve to be eradicated for their actions against women for millennia this is what one of the male feminists said to me their actions against women for since time in malaria have been evil so i asked a question in my tweet and i'm like uh, dude so a boy born yesterday never done anything wrong to women maybe besides his original sin but that's between him and god and adam uh you you want this boy to go through torture and you know eradication because simply because he's born a boy he hasn't done anything to deserve it he was born yesterday he hasn't even touched the breast milk yet this this kid is literally he just popped out and you are going to subject that boy to the suffering because men have had power for years and millennia i'm calling bullshit on that one We have to go after the people who are doing wrong. What scares me about this is you are being forced to apologize for being male, which is something I am not going to do. And the funny thing is, you if you come out to defend yourself, you are stifled with the whole you must be trash if you're coming out to defend yourself and say that you are not trash. That is someone stifling your voice, basically telling you you're not allowed to defend yourself. You're not allowed to say anything contrary to what we want to hear. I don't think any movement or any group that needs you to self-deprecate, to devalue yourself, to think less of yourself, to feel any less of yourself in order for you to fit in with them, that's a toxic group. That is a very toxic clique. And a lot of you radical male feminists have walked right into it and I've said it before and I'm going to say it again. I hope your intentions are genuine because you cannot be saying things like this. 
for pussy. I swear if you are doing this for vagina, I hate you guys. I I hate you because that 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 is like the worst thing ever. You you are going to self-deprecate so you can get laid, brah. Women are not going after weak guys. That's the thing. Women are not going after weak guys. No woman is going to date a self-deprecating man who devalues himself and lets him walk over her. Oh, she might spend time with you, but that's basically the purpose you're going to serve. That that's it. You you an extra in her life movie. Because I wouldn't date a chick. I wouldn't go to bed with it. I wouldn't do anything with a chick who devalues women and says, "Oh, we women are worthless." No, I want nothing to do with a woman like that. What makes you think a woman would want something to do with a man like that? You siding with the cause, I understand, but you advocating for genocide against yourself is the part that truly, truly baffles me. I I do not freaking get it. I I am legitimately confused by that bit. And this is also a warning to the feminists. Watch out for such guys. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm I'm calling it. Watch out for such guys. Watch out for these guys who pretend to be part of the cause to get into your pants. Because I had one guy walk up to me the other day and he's like, "Oh man, I don't take this stuff personal. You know, I'm just, I'm just trying to get laid." But nigga, what do you mean just trying to get laid? You're confusing both sides. You are the trash you're talking about. That's why you're willing to accept it. That's why you're willing to say I am trash because you truly are. Don't be playing with people's emotions like that. You can't be laid by just building yourself and being a constructive strong man. That's the kind of guy women want. This stuff is not going to get you far and you're still going to get hated by both sides because the men are never going to agree or sympathize with you radical male feminists at all. And the women, the radical female feminists already see you as the enemy by virtue of your penis. It doesn't there's nothing you're going to do to change that. So all this at the end of the day is going to be for nothing. So you had better be dedicated to this cause for real. If it's some petty attempt to achieve something small which won't matter in a couple of years, then I I I I can't sympathize with you. It's it's just it's absurd. So I'm talking to you radical male feminists. Guys, <laughs> I have an issue with you. I have a serious serious issue with you. One day you're going to have sons. I don't know what you're going to teach them. I spoke to one on Twitter and he's telling me, you know what? Um I'm because I asked a question in the in, in the space. I was like, uh, who of you is comfortable saying to their son that they are trash? Nobody answered that question. No one. They diverted the issue and ran away from it. Nobody answered the question, which means a lot of you are not comfortable saying this to your own loved ones, but you want to say it to other people's children. So you know there's something wrong with it. or you have a bias or you or you just want to believe that the people around you or the people you care for are good people and the bad people are only those out there so i am i am calling you out on your bullshit this this is not this isn't healthy this isn't healthy you should not be in any clique of people who need you to demean yourself in order to fit in and for them to 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 call you an ally ironically the same feminists you're talking about are going to be sleeping with the misogynists Oh uh, yeah, I'll give you the example of Stella Nyanzi who currently has a crush on Fatboy. Fatboy who is like the standard for misogyny in, in, in this country simply because he tries to use rationale in these arguments against radical feminism like this. And I'm telling you, it's a fact. Women are attracted to strong men. Be one of them. If you're telling us to do better, you can too. Get your act together. And again, I'll repeat, I really hope you're not doing this for pussy because you have lost my respect in every regard. And with that I would like to cut to a break. Go get myself some. And be back 
shortly enjoy some music it's hear me out with daniel omara your weekly saturday morning rant for hangover people who want to listen to logic and rational thank you for tuning in i'll be back rx radio hear me out hear me out hear me out Welcome back to the show. It's here me out with Daniel Omar. And today we are talking ism. One of the famous isms that uh, you know a lot of people are pissed off about. I won't lie. I started out this show happy then somewhere along the way I just started getting pissed off about some of you people. So I'm not the angry type. Pardon me mom if you're listening in. Uh but you know this is life. I got the temper from my parents so I think they understand. I hope they do. They're Christians. But yeah, we were talking about feminism and uh, the danger associated with the generalization of men as trash and the language being used with men the language used to address men the things that are said to and about men that everybody seems to be okay with you can have a hashtag and called kill all men and twitter won't even take the post down but type something on twitter like women belong in the kitchen oh my goodness and the world has become okay with the double standard of you know you can hurt men they can take it and i see this becoming a problem this is why i am against hate speech like this this is why i don't like this it has it has been a slow and gradual process of dehumanization of men i'm not trying to take away from women's issues no but i'm trying to tell you that we can achieve women's liberation without having to sacrifice men that's what i've been preaching from the start it has really been that simple for me We don't need to sacrifice any side. We can have a way where we can both win, right? I'm just saying it doesn't have to cost a whole generation of men because sadly you raise a generation of men who have to apologize for being male. You are going to have a horrible world afterwards. This cycles around to your daughters eventually because your daughters are going to have to deal with the consequences of these crappy emasculated men. that you have created with your words and agenda and everybody is acting like you know words don't matter words don't mean anything it's ju- it's just words no it's not just words genocides have been started by just words ask rwanda someone saying something as presumably mundane as you know these ones have smaller skulls than the other one and just giving one side complex of superiority that allows them to go and take out and attempt to eradicate a whole other tribe that's how wars start so i cannot encourage things like this i teach english for a living for example and this is where i'm coming from entirely from a language perspective of i need the feminists say they are too angry to you know tone down the language for men and our fragile egos i'm like okay cool i understand your anger but don't expect me to sympathize or understand anything like uh, the way the way you talk to people matters Movements grow on interaction. Interaction is based on communication. Communication is based on picking the right words or methods to put your message across. And the reason this is failing, this radicalism is failing. Like I saw a statistic that said um about what? 40 there's been a 40% decline in women who are willing to identify as feminists. even women are running away from the cause because of this radicalism yet i feel feminism is a good cause it is a necessary cause but there's some of you who legit hijack it and make it look bad 
You're like those terrorists on 9-11. You flew feminism into the Twin Towers and left it there. Now it's crashing and burning and you're going down with it, which is very, very sad. Honestly, I wish you all the best, but you, you know this is going to end in tears. And not for men. I am not going to lie to you. Because this, if, if you are going to say, okay, you're threatening a war, fine. You can say that. But if the patriarchy is as organized and well-structured as you say it is, then why would you suggest a frontal assault as your strategy? You're going to attack from the front, yelling, carrying banners. You're going to have a yeah moment. You remember those 80s movies that every movie had a yeah moment where a guy just gets fed up of stuff, picks a gun and just sprays 4,000 Vietnamese with one magazine of an AK-47 while screaming, yeah, that's what you want to do. Well, I have news for you. That was a movie. In real life, people die from stuff like that. This is me saying we can still have peace. We can have dialogue. But sadly, I've also come to the realization that this is not something the radical feminist movement is willing to do. Which is the worst part of it all. Because I don't want to stop caring about women's issues. I don't. But that's where we are headed. A lot of men are distancing themselves from this kind of madness. Like I said, the intentions may be good, but the methods are just, they, they are blown out of proportion. And then there's another thing I really do not appreciate. I don't appreciate people lying in chats about um, statistics, for example. There's a lady in the space who told me she's angry because 50% of women in Uganda have experienced some form of sexual violence. I couldn't challenge the statistic because at the time I was, I was at a wedding and as the best man. So starting to Google stuff on a high table is a bit tricky. But... I went and looked it up afterwards and uh, one of my sources is un.org and it says uh, 2016 Uganda demographic health survey revealed up to 22% of women aged 15 to 49 in the country had experienced some form of sexual violence and 13% of women aged 15 to 49 reported experiencing sexual oh no the, the first one is about um, violence in general then this is about sexual violence in particular Guys, let's not lie about statistics. I know, 22 and 13% are not good. It's, it, it, it's not like, yay, we are celebrating because it's less than 50. No, I don't like it either way. Like you said, we are trying to turn this into a zero. But don't lie about statistics and put it at 50% just to push your agenda. I said something I shouldn't have said. In the heat of the moment, um... Because my argument against it was not all men from the beginning. So in the heat of the moment, someone says it's, when she said it's 50%, I said 50% is still not 100. And yes, maybe I shouldn't have said it, but mathematically, was I wrong? No, that's how statistics work. So the generalization is where for me, I have an issue. And the fact that you want to build a world where the assumption is that men are just evil by default. They are just bad people. And doing something like that, is it's in, it's in the same league as things like racial profiling. It's like when people built the bias against Muslims and made it look like Arabs were terrorists to a point whereby you were scared to sit on a bus next to a guy wearing a no, I was going to say hijab. What, what, basically, next to a guy dressed what's the Muslim attire for men called? Kanzu. Oh my goodness, it's Kanzu. Thank you, Google. I, next to a guy in, in, in one of the Islamic councils and you, you, you were scared to sit next to them simply because so much work had been put into demonizing them. 
And to a point now where I think it still affects Muslims greatly because every time someone gets gunned down, every time there's an explosion in the country, who do we look for? Muslim suspects. That's what we do. That's what this kind of generalization results in. That's where we are headed. A world whereby it's okay to murder men because they probably did something to deserve it. I am not going to let you guys get away with this kind of stuff. And you can say, yeah, no matter you're alone, you can't fight us. Yeah, I'll fight you alone. Come at me, bro. I have no problem with it. Because this, 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 this can't be allowed. You're not going to come after my son whenever he's born. Right now, he's still in the packaging. You know, hotel nutsack. Chilling. Waiting to enter a world where he can grow into something constructive. And like I said, I asked the question, would you say it to your son and nobody answered? The answer is no. And I don't recommend it. Don't tell your child negativity. If you're teaching a child to be a better person in life, teach them positives. Teach them to be good, to respect people. Teach them basic human decency. Don't walk up to your son and say, do not rape, and then have to explain everything in reverse. I don't think anyone would become a rapist if they understood the concept of respecting another person's opinion, space, and, you know, just humanity in general. But we are, we are going about this the wrong way, and we wonder why we keep getting negative results of men just getting worse. Because if the first thing you're going to do is tell someone what not to do, then what should they do? So let's spread a more positive message if we want better men, both for this country and for the world. And let's stop talking this shit of eradicating them. Because, yeah, I have news for you, you male feminists as well. You radical male feminists. That includes you. You'll die in your movie. We'll have this conversation another day and talk about it. Again, let me go grab a drink. Because I love these breaks. It's a chance for me to just ease up. Enjoy music. Smoke some, get high, and come back and continue this jazz shortly. It's RX Radio, Daniel Omara. Hear me out. Hey, guess what? Uh, this is RX Radio. Hear me out, hear me out. RX Radio. Hear me out, hear me out. Hear me out, hear me out. So, I was in the toilet when I, I came across a, a screenshot <laughs> I had taken of a tweet <laughs> that had been posted. I don't know how I forgot this. I don't know how I forgot this at the beginning of the show. And don't ask me why I was in the toilet with my phone. We all do that. This is why I don't use other people's phones. You all need to stop. So, I was in the toilet and I, uh, I saw the screenshot. I was going through my pictures and I, I found this screenshot of uh, something posted on Twitter by... Okay, I I didn't want to come back to the issue of radical male feminists, but here we are again. Here we are again with this madness. So, a one Ras Date, who, um, you know, whose Twitter handle is at Date45, says, I want you to hear this very well, because he got trolled for it the whole week, but uh, this is too sweet to let go of. He says in his tweet, If as a man, you get off faster, when a woman mourns, there's, there is your sign that you're a potential rapist. Let, let me repeat that for you. I haven't even finished the tweet yet. But let me just repeat that first part for those of you who are in shock and disbelief. I, at this point, you're allowed to spit your tea if you're taking breakfast. But spit it with like in laughter. Eh? Of, <coughs> not uh, So he says, if as a man, you get off faster when a woman mourns, 
there is your sign that you're a potential rapist. And he goes on to say, you derive pleasure from the power play of perceived infliction of pain and helplessness of the woman. <laughs> you fantasize rape subconsciously. That's why you want your women to mourn. You guys, I'm done with this show. Bye. Like this, this, this tweet has ended today's show. I'm sorry, I cannot finish it. I'm gone. I'm kidding. I am here because <laughs> we need to dissect this. And I wish I had someone to talk to about this. But let me just have a go at it solo. It's things like this <laughs> that make me fail to take people seriously. Theories like this that genuinely drive me crazy. These are the things I look at and I'm like, um, what is going on? What, what do you mean if you like your woman to mourn? Then it means you're a potential rapist. Bruh. Baganda women are literally trained to mourn. It's like one of the skills you're taught by the Senga. Mourning is like one of the sexiest things. Mourning is what makes sex great. It's feedback. That, that's exactly what it is. It is feedback. If, if a woman doesn't mourn, then, you know, it's very hard to tell if you're doing a good job or not. I would recommend listening to her breathing if, if that's what you're into. You know, because breathing doesn't lie. Mourning actually does. But I don't think it makes you a rapist because you like to hear people mourn. And it's stuff like this that makes us fail to take issues seriously. Because this, I think, is just... This is you trivializing something as serious as rape. Honestly. Now I'm pissed off. Because you, you cannot be saying things like this. I, I, I don't care how much thought you put into it. I think you probably sat properly, Mr. Russ. Sat down, got some coffee, pulled out your laptop and thought, what can I tweet today? That's going to get me laid with a feminist. And this is the best you could come up with. Nobody agrees with this. I mean, I saw people liking the tweet and I was like, okay, I mean, you're allowed to like, but this, this is weird. If you like your woman mourning, it means... What, what else are you guys going to come up with? What else? Next thing you're going to be saying, foreplay is wrong. Foreplay is bad because it is you enticing a woman to get sexually aroused so you can go against her consent. Like, we can all come up with crazy-ass theories like, like this, right? We can keep going in because I've heard stuff like this online. I've, have you ever heard of fat rape? Apparently, there's, there's a feminist theory about fat rape that when a man farts in a woman's presence, it's to assert his dominance and therefore he's violating her space. I have seen... Th this is how crazy this stuff gets and th this is why I'm losing my damn mind today. It's things like this that drive me crazy. It's things like this that make it hard for people to take feminism seriously. Yet I truly believe it is a genuinely necessary cause. It's not just good, it is necessary. But your radicals are making everyone look stupid. No one wants to be associated with this kind of madness. Dude, are you okay? Are you fine, bruh? Do you need help? Like, this is you philosophizing stuff. Like, I, wh why? Why? What do you gain from this? You fantasize rape subconsciously because you want your women to mourn. Nigga, get, get laid, please. Go, go, go do something more constructive with yourself. This is dumb. I'm not even going to lie about it. This is dumb. Mourning is a part of sex. It is what it is. You understand. If someone doesn't mourn, then cool. They, they are not, not everyone is a mourner. Like, it's, it's, should I say it's, a, it's not even a preference. It's just something you have. Some people are just more inclined to mourn. Some women just have it in their system. Some of them know that it motivates a man. That, personally, I, I won't lie. I'm motivated by sound. 
very motivated by sound. I'm less visual and more audio. Like if we're smashing and you're quiet, I'm, 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 I'm like, okay, I'm going to, I don't know what's going on at that moment. I'm like, are, are we together? What's happening? Where's the feedback? I need to know that I'm doing something right. Morning is one of the ways that you can actually tell you're doing a great job. You know, it's, it's like patting you on the back, but with sound. That's how it feels to some of us. So now you're, you're saying we are rapists because <laughs> we thrive on positive feedback, right? That's, that's what this tweet is implying. Omara, you're a bad person. You're, you're a potential rapist. Your mind is nasty because you want women to mourn during sex. Bruh. I don't know what to do. I, I think I, I, I want to meet this guy, sit down and have this conversation one-on-one. I would love to meet this dude. I'd, I'd promised myself I'm going to stop engaging radical feminists. But this one caught my interest because I want to see if his point goes beyond the words in this tweet. I want to look at his backing, his evidence, his research. And also... I want to go into his past and his love life and find out if he has ever been with any woman who mourned or if he has ever been with a woman at all because this this is not stuff you say if if you're sexually active I'm, I'm, I'm just being frank here this this is weird I want to check and see if this dude is legit if this guy is okay because I am I am worried see if we start accepting things like this you, you guys see where I'm coming from now. Why I'm, why I'm like this. A lot of you would say livid, but this just got hilarious. I, I even stopped being mad about it. Now I'm just, I'm just amused. Now I'm on full troll mode. It's things like this that spark problems. When you are genuinely being crucified for something as natural as wanting to hear someone mourn. This is the level of demonization we are going to. These are the theories people are peddling. This is the stuff the radicals are saying. These are the things all of you are looking at and saying, ah, wow, that's not my problem. It is. Because we are at a point right now where a testimony without evidence is going to land you in jail. As long as a woman said it. Remember the hashtag is believe women, not believe the victim. Why? Part of the reason is, according to this whole theory of uh, what, what, what's it called? Uh, power dynamics. Men who are the perpetrators of everything wrong. Oh, the misogyny, the patriarchy is the reason women are suffering, you know. Therefore, as a perpetrator, you cannot be a victim at all as a guy. You can't be a victim. So, if let me give an example, and please, Kawishenga, forgive me for this, but imagine Kawishenga as CEO. Okay, not imagine. Imagine Kawishenga was CEO. Now, imagine... A, an intern, a 21-year-old intern walked into his office and grabbed his ass. People would say it's not sexual harassment because of the power dynamics. See, the power dynamics means people in power who are privileged cannot be victimized. And I'm like, this is the madness. This, this, is, this is how the world is looking at things. And it's the same problem that white people are dealing with right now in regards to racism. And I always tell my white friends, you don't owe me an apology for anything. It's your forefathers who messed things up. Uh, we are cool. You and I are okay. And I don't think people should be apologizing for existing or for being who they are. But this tweet just proves the point I was trying to make earlier. This is madness. There's people losing their minds and trying to rationalize it and take us along with them. And we are all going to die you guys are worried about global warming or rising sea levels or an asteroid hitting Earth? 
No, human extinction is going to be caused by this kind of stupidity. This is the stuff that we should be looking out for and fighting. I'm less concerned about asteroids. This is our immediate threat. Think about it, ladies and gentlemen, as you listen to some music. I'll be back for the final bit of this show. Stay tuned. It's RX Radio. Hear me out. I'm Daniel Omar. RX Radio. Hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. This has been one of those shows where I'm just high on coffee and opinions and I've been ranting for over an hour and I feel like I've gotten a lot off my chest. Can I let you guys in on a secret? Initially, this was supposed to be an interview with two radical male feminists. Uh, One of them backed out. I understand movement is difficult. Uh, We could talk from anywhere, but the time at which I wanted us to do this, he was busy. So I can respect that. I can understand and the other was willing, but then I just got to a point and realized I don't need this negativity in my life. I, 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 I this is because, like I said, it was made clear that this is this is not supposed to be a discussion at all. We as men are supposed to sit back and let the radical feminists do whatever it is they want to do because their anger justifies it. And personally, from that Twitter space on Saturday, I didn't get the answers I wanted. I'll be honest with you, because the answers I wanted was, let's work this out. Let's build this together. Let's not have to sacrifice men for women's liberation to happen. That's the answer I wanted. I wanted a response that encourages unity, teamwork, building together. That's what I was hoping for. But I got the answers I needed. What I really, really needed to hear was that this is beyond saving. There's a category of people whom you really just should not waste your time with. I'm, I'm not even going to lie about that. I'm not going to take back any of these words <laughs> because I don't think I owe anyone an apology when they are threatening me with death. You're a terrorist. You're pretty much a terrorist. And my dad has a philosophy about terrorism. If someone's willing to blow themselves up, you might as well kill them because they're already willing to die. That's what you guys are. Because, look, you're not going to threaten violence and be met with peace. This, this, this is, like I said earlier, it, it is not going to end well. It's going to end very badly. And I've, I've always been an advocate for peace and dialogue and unity. But this is one of those times when I've decided, you know what? Let me just discard of certain categories of people. Do I still care about women's issues? Definitely. I definitely still care. And I will work with the feminists who are willing to team up so we can resolve this together. I'm not discarding of feminism, no. Like I said, and I'll keep repeating this, it is a necessary movement, but it has been hijacked by a few radicals who are just making everyone else look dumb about this stuff. So I will continue to care for women who are not advocating for the death and extermination of an entire other gender. I will continue calling out men who do stupid stuff, including these ones who said dumb things on Twitter. <laughs> like, <laughs> wanting your woman to mourn is you internally being a rapist. <laughs> ah, it's so hard to take some people seriously. This, this, this is why I just, I just gave up on the interview because I was going to be trolling these guys and it, it would have escalated. I, I would have been seen as trivializing women's pain, which is not what I want to do. Yes, genuinely, women have had, you know, 
the, the shorter end of the stick for a while. And we're working towards resolving that. We have put a lot of energy into making sure there's equality of opportunity. There's equity. There's a balance of things that women gain the due respect they deserve because they are truly amazing creatures. And I think it's only fair to acknowledge that. I mean, that's really the least you can do. And I want this for women. I want a better world. Because it also makes dates cheaper when you all are taking care of yourselves, when you're making your own money. I, I get to save. It means I, I don't really have to spend that much. This is actually beneficial for men. Women being liberated is a very good thing. Saves our pockets, among other things. It saves lives. It ends violence. It lets their voices be heard. These are all things I am for. I am down with it properly. But not like this. Not with this extremity. <laughs> not with suggestions of violence. Not with crazy-ass theories about people being rapists because they want their women to mourn. Not with this level of insanity and that conclusion that all men are somehow, are somehow inherently evil and they need to be done away with for the good of this planet. Look, we need each other. It's the only way we're going to do this. There, there is no other way. As I stated, if you feel men are part of the problem, be ready to admit that they're also part of the solution. And if the male feminists don't count as men, I, I don't know what they are to you guys, to, to, to you radical females. I, I don't know what the male feminist is to you. A mouthpiece that's just meant to reflect your opinion and nothing else. People kept by the side in the dark. Basically guard dogs that you let out when you need to win a fight. That's how I feel you're treating these male feminists. If you truly wanted this to work out, you wouldn't be doing the exact same things that you demonize, the same things you condemn. You would not be allowing this to happen. You would not be <laughs> going crazy like that. We would be sitting down and having conversations about this. And that is something I'm willing to do. I want to help. I genuinely do. But if it's, it's going to be at the cost, it's going to be to my own detriment, if I somehow have to demean myself, to think any less of myself, to make myself feel less important for you to thrive, then no, I don't want it. I want to partner with people with whom we are going to build each other. We are going to progress together. And I don't know why you don't get that very simple concept. Yes, you can say, oh, you're only doing this because it benefits you. Hell yeah, why are you doing it? Because it benefits you. All I'm saying is I want it to benefit you without costing us simple and I find it ironic that me who's actually advocating for dialogue and the middle ground I'm the bad guy I'm the bad guy for asking people to you know meet each other halfway I'm the evil one according to the radicals Omara Daniel is wrong for saying this stuff and even for suggesting that you know you guys maybe there's a middle ground where nobody has to die that doesn't have to be a war and there will be a peaceful resolution and everything will work out. And the feminists are like, no, no, we cannot accept it. If you feel like compromising will be you losing the battle. I can't. I can't, I can't keep trying to meet people halfway when they want to be on the extreme end and end me with it. I can't keep trying. 
to work with people like that. It's that simple. And I'm going to tell you this, the world is tired of such madness. There's a thin line between wokeness and stupidity. Very thin. There's a point you sound smart until you cross the line and just start being dumb. You know, you sound so brilliant, this pseudo-intellectualism, and coming up with theories that have no backing. It's just purely emotion and feelings and the need to be heard or shock value. Feminists wanted to be heard. We are listening. But now you don't want to talk. What the hell? <laughs> what are we supposed to do? I mean, besides sit back and die, which is what you suggested. Just sit back and die. We will kill you. We are going to end you. Violence is necessary. If that's what it takes against men for women to be liberated. These are the words I remember. That is a declaration of war, people. That is a declaration of war. So genuinely, do not be surprised if you're met with that same energy. Because that's what you're giving off. Don't be shocked by it. And I'll repeat this again. You cannot heal the world with anger. You cannot change things for better by being worse. You cannot fight an oppressor by becoming them. Imagine Bobby Wine came in and immediately just suggested violence and said, you guys, just go around killing any NRM supporter. He was the one stopping the radical supporters from going crazy. And also, I have a favor to ask of the feminist movement in general. Those of you who are not radical, I need you all to speak up more against this kind of insanity because it's making you all look bad. A lot of people don't see the difference between feminism and the radicalism on the other end. They do not. They see it as one thing and they see a lot of feminists as being quiet and allowing the crazy ones to go on a tirade and ruin the name of the movement. So speak up against this stuff. Speak up against this craziness. Because this, this is detrimental for all of us. If people stop listening to a genuine issue simply because you don't know how to package things, it may surprise you. Your anger may be warranted. But you still have to say things a certain way for people to be able to listen and tolerate you. So please, if you can't meet us halfway, I understand. Stay on your side. I get it. But, but don't expect me to come running when you're crying because I'm only going to work with people who can work with me. Let's grow together. Let's have peace, not war. I'm Daniel Omara. This has been Hear Me Out. This beautiful Saturday morning. Tune in every weekend and catch me. It's RX Radio. Peace out. Remember, doggy style is the COVID style. Yeah. All the hits. Let's go!